Peace, love, knowledge of freedom, and welcome to season six of the Just Sing Podcast. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a dope beat. Nah, I'm not even gonna play around. I wanna be I'm gonna try to be a lot more serious this season. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to be a lot more me this season. I'm, you know, shit don't change. Shit don't change. But, um, yeah, so for three, the writing is done. I'm in a typing phase right now that is almost done. So, as I said, once I finish writing the book, I'll be back. And I'm finished writing the book. Um, so, things can continue because my mind isn't stuck on trying to get that information out and then still maintain getting out the content for here. You feel me? Um, Because it gets distracting. It gets overwhelming sometimes. Um, The life of a a multipreneur is never done, but there's always levels that you improve in yourself. So it's like, you know, sometimes you just need to stop, focus, and get it done. You feel me? And that's what I had to do. I couldn't, you know, that was my priority. And priorities aren't plural. Um, I think I got a podcast episode on that. Um, But yeah, I'm back. I ain't gonna get too heavy into where I've been and all that shit, but yeah, I'm back season six. And now we can mosey on along and get things going. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. I missed y'all and shit. Um, today, what we're going to be talking about is loving for wealth. As you seen from the title, title, loving for wealth. And what came about this, because what came up about how this episode comes about was because um, I was, I made a post and I don't know where it came from. Like these thoughts just come. And so I was like, man, next time I'm loving for the wealth because I don't love for nothing already. I don't have to love for nothing anymore. And then I got to think about it. I was like, oh, how many of us like, then I started just started running down a gamut of all the conversation I had with people who literally love for nothing, especially women. But you feel me? Women and men who just love for nothing. They they be like, yeah, my heart big, my heart this. There's certain shit that goes into it. Certain behaviors and patterns and certain mental states that make motherfuckers love for nothing. And that kind of drives the line in loving for nothing and quote unquote unconditional love. Whoa. Yeah. It's, those are, it's semantics. I ain't gonna lie. It's semantics to say, you know, when people are like, I love unconditionally. They also love for nothing. Like, you love for nothing. You don't want anything in return for the love you're giving. So my mindset has changed now. Like, in recent, just in that time frame, like, it's like, and I be looking, like, why shit ain't in sync anymore? Because I reached a point where I started to observe nobody wants to love for nothing anymore. That's why a lot of motherfuckers are single. Nobody wants to love for nothing anymore. Everybody wants something to love for. But what I want to love for is wealth. And so that's where this idea came from, you know, loving for wealth and not just money. You feel me? I'm not saying riches. Hear me well. I'm not saying loving for riches. I'm saying loving for wealth. Health is wealth. Prosperity is wealth. Wealth is a plethora of things. It is not just limited to money. So I understand. I'm not saying I'm loving for riches. You feel me? Just to acquire money. I'm loving for wealth wealth of peace, you know, wealth of, of sanity, you know, 
wealth of finances, of course, you know, wealth of stability, wealth of everything in the dynamic. I'm not loving for nothing, bro. Like that shit's trash. I've done it before, man. That shit is trash. And it is fucking annoying to love for nothing. Like nobody, like, no, no, no. As I always say, people be like, yo, I want somebody who's going, you know, who's going to be shooting in the gym with me. Nah, I want somebody who's going to meet me in the finals. Because I don't have to worry about if they're going to shoot in the gym. I don't have to worry about if they're going to put the numbers up. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about if they're going to do what they need to do in the relationship or in the dynamic of what we are. You feel what I'm saying? I know that they're doing their work. So by that, it's like, yo, we need to start loving for wealth, especially us as black people. That's that's you feel me? Our culture collectively loves for nothing. We do shit for nothing. You feel me? We vote for nothing. We get vaccinated for nothing. We do all of this other crazy shit for nothing. Just so motherfuckers can like us. That is a cultural phenomenon that must stop. And I think it has roots in this shit too. This podcast episode is going to go deep. And I want you to know that it's going to be a good one. But before we dive heavy into it, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore sing underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSing.com to get all things that are just sing. To all those who tip, sponsor, and donate to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are fine. And, um, you know, that's that for this, and that's this for that. So, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into loving for wealth. No more freebies. Oh yeah, and don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSing.com. You ever want to just chat with Sing about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSing.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSing.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSing.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to get started in the first episode of season six, Loving for Wealth, No More Freebies. And when I look at and I say no more freebies, I mean that shit. We got to start handing out freebies for love. Like, you know, whether it be a relate, like this is that bullshit that's like motherfuckers can get invited to the cookout. You feel me? It has its roots in that. Like, we invite, oh, they can come to the cookout and they contribute nothing to the cookout. They're just there. You dig what I mean? And when we loving for wealth, like, like, change, like, first, let's address loving for nothing. Like, you know, there's a stigma. There's a kind of, oh, I have unconditional love. I have this, that, and the third. You feel me? And it's like, even our deities don't even have unconditional love. Ain't that some shit? Like, we've been taught this this preaching shit, like, you feel me? Especially Christianity and shit. They be like, your deity has unconditional love. 
No, they don't. It's that's not unconditional. You get punished for shit. Like you feel me? There's, you have to do something to be loved by that being. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You got to do something to be loved by that being or whatever. But you feel me? I don't want to dive heavy into that one because then that deviates from this, and then this goes from that rabbit hole. Y'all know how I do. But when we're considering loving for nothing, right? Everybody's done it. I feel like this. You only supposed to love for nothing one time and you're supposed to get the hint. <laughs> like for real. I feel like that's how relationships are supposed to work. I feel like when we look at how, you know, we learn certain things in life, I feel like the lesson is there the very first time. Anything after that is insanity just because we don't see the lesson or we choose to refuse. We refuse to see it. Right. So when we look at loving unconditionally or loving for nothing, like, it's like, ask yourself what your first relationship was like and what your 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 or your first heartbreak was or that first love, all of that shit. Like, it was, oh, it was so carefree and it was this and blah, 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 I had butterflies and this and that shit. What'd y'all love each other for? You feel me? For nothing. I get it. You say, I love that person because you, you may like the qualities and you may thoroughly enjoy the qualities of that motherfucker, but when you get down to the core of it, what did you love them for? Because this is one of the reasons why I say with love comes correction. That's why defying love is the power for betterment that leads to correction, right? Because when you say you love them, how did you grow? How did they grow? How did you two grow together? And did you require that? No, just continue to be me. And a lot of times we get in relationships because we don't really love them motherfucker. We love that they love us. Or they love that we love them and that's what, you know, makes them stay and shit. But to the core of it, to the root of it, it's like we are programmed, conditioned, taught, guided to love for nothing. You feel me? In the more recent times, it's been more, you know, more appreciated and accepted to love or something. You feel me? But now it's like we love, we literally love for nothing. Like there's no contribution to the relationship that we have other than the fact that we go out to eat and go on vacations. If that, and then at the time, after time, you know, this kind of does piggyback and segue into the last impromptu pop up on uh, being and behaving because we behave in relationships. Oh, shit. We love the behavior of a motherfucker. That's all we require for them to love us, to be in love with a motherfucker, require them to be on relationship behavior. Don't necessarily be relationship material or be somebody that could be in a relationship. Just be on the behavior for the relationship, and I'm going to love that. That's loving for nothing. Oh, shit. That's weird. We sit, sit and think about that shit. That's really weird. You feel me? But to the, to the core of this shit, it's like we love... For nothing. I'm just in awe at that shit. That's why I keep saying it like that. Because it's like, I've done it. Like, when I looked at the one relationship that I actually, like, I ain't gonna say one because motherfuckers might be, you didn't love me? Like, nah. <laughs> I loved all y'all. But there's that one that is the one that counted for the type of love that this conversation is about. You feel me? So, <laughs> you didn't love me? <laughs> but like... <laughs> It's um <clears throat> when we look at that that type of love, it's like, what did we want out of it? 
You feel me? Our love was how much we can pour into them, how much we can give. See, the thing about wealth, wealth is about abundance, right? But now we got to break down abundance. Abundance is about, people think abundance is just, uh, people be thinking abundance is hoarding. It's not, or accumulation. It's not. Abundance is being in the energy space for much or a lot, right? But here's the thing about abundance and why it works so fluidly, and it has to have a, di- a duality to be fluid. You have to give and receive abundantly to be abundant. You can't just receive and think, you know what I'm saying? Or you can't just receive ab- abundance without getting it. And you just can't give abundance without be will- being willing to receive it. That's a lot of the dynamic. A lot of people say, I'm going to love you. I'm good with who you are. Like that relationship I was in, she literally asked me. And this is one of those things. Like, I, I literally loved her for nothing. And as I, you know, unpack my shit and feel like I can't be, I can't be that bitter motherfucker. Be like, yeah, she played. I let her. I let her. I let her do me like that. I can't be a bitter mean motherfucker. Be like, yeah, my ex did this. My ex did that. I let her. You know why? Because I loved her for nothing. Like we literally had a conversation where she said, what do I do for you? I said, <laughs> um, nothing. She was like, I feel like I'm not, she said, there's nothing that I can do for you. I said, cause you don't have to do anything for me. Whoa, whoa, buddy. Now granted as a 19, as 18, 19 year old, that's cool to say. I shouldn't be saying shit like that in my thirties. I should not be saying that shit like that in my mid to late twenties and shit. Like, I shouldn't be doing that anymore. Like, but alas, a lot of people do. You feel me? But that put the notion into me because as a man, I was like, it was different because it's like, you got to love for something beyond. And I was like, and this is what I told her. I said, as long as you sucking me good and fucking me good, still we good. Like, you feel me? That's all I love. That's all I wanted out of her. It's like, damn, bro, you don't want more than that. I didn't think I was supposed to get more than that. Because the men do all of the work. You the protecting, provider, this, that, and the third. But women are nurturing and sustainer. She didn't have to nurture and sustain me because I knew how to nurture and sustain myself. So when she posed that question with me, like, what, what do I do for you? If she had to ask that question, she knew she couldn't do shit for me. And she wasn't doing shit for me. So she was confused as to how are you still maintaining this relationship? And I should have been confused as to how we're still maintaining that relationship because I literally loved, I literally loved her for nothing. It sounds good on paper. It sounds poetic. It sounds, oh my gosh, but no, there's no abundance in that. I'm cycling it back to the main topic. There's no abundance in that. Therefore, therefore there's no wealth. Yeah, the dream was good. The vision was good. I was like, yeah, I want to have this, that, and the third. I have these dreams and these goals and these visions and these aspirations and shit. That sounds good. And then when I started to, literally, we had her and I had a conversation where she said, Oh, I'm not really going to do all of that. I just said that because I didn't want you to upstage me. At least, like, the one thing that I respected the most about her, she never lied to me. Ever. Ever. But because I ain't love, I I loved for nothing. I just, like, I let it go. I let certain shit go. Like, she literally told me, I don't really want to have a business. I don't really want to do all of these things. Like, 
I was talking about that shit in school. I was like, I want to have my own forensic pilot, um, biology lab. I want to do it. Like I was talking ownership at a young age and didn't know why I was didn't really know. But it's always been in me. So she was talking that shit too. And I was like, okay. Okay. And then I was like, hmm, that's cool. I was already invested when she told me that she ain't really mean it. But I stayed with her and I was like, now I'm now I'm older enough to know now that's like I stayed with her because I loved her for nothing. There was really no incentive for me to love her. People, when I say incentive, we need to start putting that back in relationships. Incentives. There's no more loving for nothing, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Do you, if you love for nothing, you stupid. At this stage of your life, I get it. If you're 16, 17 and you stumbled upon my podcast, you shouldn't be listening anyway. But if you stumbled upon here, you're 16, you're 17 years old and shouldn't you love somebody right now? Yes. At that stage, you love them for nothing. Embrace that. Learn from whatever is about to come out of that shit because loving for nothing opens your eyes to everything. But once your eyes are open for everything, you don't need them open to everything again and again and again and again. You need focus. You need drive. You need vision. You feel what I'm saying? You love one time for nothing. But then everything after that, you love for wealth. You love for wealth. And this is why relationships don't work because people are still trying to have that insanity loop of loving for nothing. Fuck no. Fuck no. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You had to do something. Motherfucker punching him out. Hey, yo. <laughs> Which Eddie Murphy was that? Was that raw delirious? <laughs> I don't remember. That shit was funny. Nothing for nothing leaves nothing, Eddie. You had to do something. Motherfucker punching him out. It's like, that shit real. Real shit. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You can't, you know what I'm saying? We we paint on these from nothing to something stories. You can only do that for yourself. Bring yourself from nothing to something because you are everything within. But when you put nothing with nothing on somebody else... Ain't no magic happening in that shit. You're making magic. No, you don't make magic. You better make history. <laughs> Poof. But nah. Um, yeah, man. This shit gets crazy. This shit gets crazy because, like, look at how the relationship dynamic is today. Why are every, why is everybody single? Everybody single that's gotten out of a relationship because nothing happened. <laughs> Ask somebody why they single right now. Right. And or why the last relationship failed or blah, blah, blah. Why they marriage failed? Because we at that age. Damn, I'm at that age talking about marriages and divorces. Ain't that some shit. But anyway, you at the age now we're talking about marriages and divorces. Ask them why that shit failed. At the core watch at the like, I'm not trying to be that guy, you know, and, but peel back the details and the layers and shit and get to call you. Oh, yeah, niggas was loving each other for nothing. At least I got my kids. But literally, what did you love for? Well, now hear me well. Loving for and loving because are not the same. When you ask a motherfucker what they love you for, they'll tell you they love you because, not for. To love me for something means that you have an incentive or you have an intention or you have something that you want to get out of me. Loving because are for how I behave, the behaviors I bring, I bring to this reality. You feel me? And even in that relationship that I was talking about where we loved for nothing, she loved, she didn't love me for anything. She loved me because, you know what I'm saying? What you, I'm like, what you love me for? 
Well, I love you because you're, you know, you motivate me, you inspire me, you tell me that I'm beautiful, you this, that, and the third. You love me because of how I make you feel. Because of how I behave. Okay. Same shit. She asked me, what do you love me for? But I was like, well, I love you because, you know, I'm trying to remember what I said. I'm trying to remember what I said to her. I was like, yeah, I love you because, you know, you. When I looked at it, I loved her for neutralizing me. This is no like disrespectful shit, but as I think about that conversation, I was like, I love you because we're like interlocking fingers. You're my opposite. You feel me? Like you, you help keep me grounded because like, you know, you're that opposite side to me. Like you, the, the chaos to my peace. That was bad, but it felt, it, it felt good to say then. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, you keep me on my toes and you just that and third, but it was very, very not what that was supposed to be. Hence why it ended the way it ended. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just saying that shit now. I'm like, yo, it ended where cheating on me, getting pregnant, and like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit was, you know, but again, I loved her for nothing. Therefore, there was, therefore, ooh, because I loved her for nothing, what I loved, what, what I loved her because it didn't make sense. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have made sense, you know, either way, but you know, we, we get in these conversations and shit where we love for nothing rather than loving because, and I mean, we love for because rather than loving for nothing. And this segues into the future relationship. Like I started telling women like, yo, I love from the jump. Mm, I don't know. Like, I'm not talking about no love bombing shit, but my standard, like I redefine love for myself with love comes correction. You feel me? We have to grow from here. Like this right here is our benchmark. So I have to start loving you now to know what we can grow to. You feel me? I'm not going to start developing love because you're doing certain things for me. That means I'm starting to fall in love or start to love your behavior towards me. Fuck your behavior towards me. I don't give a fuck about your behavior towards me because that means you're not getting to be. You feel me? But what I will say is that in that dynamic, it now puts the pressure on you. To show me what I'm supposed to love you for. Because if I say, here's the standard of we want this, we want this, we want this. Now I'm going to love you for the things that you can show me are in line with that. If not, there's nothing we can do, baby. You feel me? And that's not, and a lot of, that's shallow. That's, I, I don't give a fuck no more. Like, I don't care what, to, like, society has failed. I don't take shit from society anymore. I don't take any lessons, any ideas, any shit. Like, societies fail. It's fucked up. Like, you feel me? This is a quick tangent. The CDC just announced that the PCR test does not work, right? They have pulled it. They said at a class one level that it has failed. And they have allowed motherfuckers to say somebody has tested positive for COVID for the last year because it was giving a lot of false positives. A false positive means that people were asymptomatic. It means you can have it and not know it. You know how many people got this vaccine because at one time they were asymptomatic and they were asymptomatic because they got a false positive because the test didn't work? But I digress. That's society, bro. I don't listen to society no more. Fuck society. Society doesn't know what the fuck it's talking about. It doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. So... When I'm talking about love, you feel me? I have the love for wealth now. I have the love for something. 
You can't just like, and I feel like our relationships will be a lot more solid, a lot more stronger if we know that. I have to love for something. I'm not loving because anymore. That shit's stupid. That shit's childish. That shit's kitty, bro. We grown ass fucking adults still loving because. But we don't know that we love him because you ask like, you ask, yo, why you love me, shorty? Well, you know, because you protect and you provide and shit. Why you love me? Because, you know, you feel me? You throw it back good. And, you know, you you my baby. You feel me? You know what's up. And you feel me like, man, what do you love them for? What do you love them for? Do you love them for nothing or do you have something that you love them for? I'm at the phase now where I'm like, and I was always wondering, like, why can't I fuck with women who ain't business minded? Why can't I fuck with like, and it ain't even that. I realized that I'm loving for wealth. That's why I can't find that pocket or that's why I haven't been finding that pocket because I was still on that cusp of breaking the mentality of loving. Like, that's a generational curse, my nigga. That's a generational curse, bro. Sis, all y'all, that is a generational curse. Think about, think about the love that you've seen passed down generation to generation. Oh, they were together 40, 50, 60 years. They loved because. When you love because, you put up with the behavior. You feel me? When you love for, you don't have to worry about that behavior because that behavior does not show up because it's not in alignment with what you're trying to do. You feel me? Every story of the family, the the grandma, the auntie that been together with the uncle for, you know, the granddaddy for 40, 50 years, we went through a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of fucked up behavior. There's been times when they didn't behave because they were never being. Go re-listen to that podcast, bro. It's going to make this shit a lot. A lot of this shit makes sense. It's impromptu pop-up 17, be your behavior. Um, but yeah. This shit is is like our like look at the familial lineages. Everybody loved because. Take a moment and go ask somebody who's who's happily like, you know, what did y'all what do y'all love each other for? Just listen. Don't add the stipulation of I want to like listen, listen to how they respond to what do you love them for? Well, I love them because blah blah blah. I love her because blah blah blah. Watch them give you becauses. And then take a moment to look at their circumstance and see if the circumstances matches what they love each other for. Chances are it does. This is why now I have programmed my mind to love for wealth. If my mind, this is one of the things that, you know, they always say, they tell men this all the time and women too, but I'm a man. So I hear it as them telling men this. So they say, you know, the woman that you're with can make or break you, right? <clears throat> you know, and this is one of the reasons why if you heard me on my er- earlier episodes of podcast, I'd be like, like mind, like soul, like body. So <clears throat> if I'm loving her for nothing and she's loving me for nothing, when does our behavior run out? When nothing continues to be produced? You had to get gang twins every now and then. You get mad. Nah, nah, nah. She talking to me like I'm down. The whole nagging song. You feel me? And I realized, like, why do women nag? I used to always ask the question, why the fuck do women nag? Because what they want out of life, they don't love the man for. (laughs) (laughs) 
what she wants out of life, she doesn't love the man for. Therefore, she'll never get it. And because she doesn't get it, she nags, she rants, she's, but she never went to go find the love or find what she should love for that fulfills what she needs. Now, again, this is why I say love for wealth. I'm not talking about loving for riches. This ain't no gold digging shit. This ain't a proven gold digging and all of that shit. But you need to love for that. You need to love for that. My brothers, too. You want you you, you falling in love with a chick because she thick. You might not fall in love with a chick, but you fall in love with a chick because she thick and shit. And that's it. What is What happens when that dies? What did you love her for? What did you love her for? Not what did you love her because of? What did you love her for? My sisters, what did you love him for? Not what did you love him because of? Because there's so many instances where I'm like, yo, I'm just listening to people. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm listening like, yo, what you love him for? And I used to ask this question, not pay attention to the answer I was given. Until it hit me like, motherfuckers are describing because it's. And then I would see down the line, oh, we didn't work. We're not together anymore. We're just, you know, it's done. Well, what happened? I don't know. We just couldn't. We grew apart. We just didn't. Why did you grow apart? Because your love was never for the common goal. Stupid. I mean, you're not stupid, but that's really what it is. When your love is not for a common goal, but you're loving because you have a goal in mind, it it don't work. It don't work. This is why motherfuckers be on their best behavior. Into the shoe drop. You feel me? This is why I'd be like, I'd be, you know, let me find me a business-minded woman and shit. I want to do business. Ooh, raise a hand. It's like that pressure kicks in. Because the behavior stops at some point. The behavior can't be continued. A business-minded motherfucker is not a behavior. that They're a being. They're going to do it. You feel me? They're going to do it. I mean, I'm not going to toot my own horn. You know, but I'm going to toot it a little bit. Beep, beep. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm just now coming back with season six, but you dig what I'm saying? I've consistently put out work because this is what I wanted to do. I don't have to behave to do the podcast. You feel me? I don't have to behave to do my my, my businesses and shit. I don't have to behave a certain way. I just have to be. Then I tap into the being. So look at the relationships, right? Look at the relationship dynamic, right? How many people are loving behaviors? Ask yourself that shit. How many how many be how many times have you loved a behavior? You've changed. No, the nigga stopped behaving. You changed. Now nah, shorty stop behaving, my guy. And some of y'all begin with motherfuckers that never started behaving. I always gotta watch you. That's why you gotta watch and you gotta lurk and you gotta see because you know their behavior. You know their behavior. You don't know the being. You feel what I'm saying? And this is one of the like when I looked at like women always be trying to watch me. Feel me when we talk. Oh, who's that chick? Who's that chick? Don't worry about it. I seen you like her, but don't worry about my behavior. Worry about my being. Don't worry about my behavior, but worry about my being. Now, when my being and my behavior co- coincides, then, you know, but when my behavior and my being aren't the same, but you see my being while people see my behavior, they're likely to see a change in me. You won't. You won't. You feel what I'm saying? Like, even as minute and and small as it is, like, people, I'm going to use my social media as an example. The people that get upset with me and unfollow me and I got to unfollow you. 
my behavior didn't align with them that particular time or it stopped aligning with them. But y'all who have been like on my shit day ones and been still going no matter what the fuck I say, because I've said some shit, said some shit over the years, but no matter what the fuck I say, y'all don't go anywhere because y'all understand the being. Like you notice like my behavior can change post to post, but the being stays the same. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what y'all fuck with me for. I've noticed that, like listening to it, like that's kind of what helped me understand this a little bit better. Like motherfuckers be like, yo, I fuck with your page for the information that you're giving, no matter what it is. I fuck with your page for this. And then the motherfucker's like, I used to like your page because, wow, there's a dynamic in that. A, a, a dynamic that's also, also closely related to relationships. You feel me? Closely related relationships, closely related to marriage, closely related to love. That we don't see. And now, this is one of those things that using social media, how it is, you have those people that you fuck with. You fuck with their page for a reason. You fuck with that account for a reason, not because of a reason. You know, you didn't see one simple post, whatever. So, okay, you might have seen one post and it made you fuck with them for that reason. But then they started to feed you, give you what you needed. You feel me? Imagine relationships relationships supposed to be like that too. I got to love you for something. You feel me? But we grew up thinking love is unconditional. Now nah, love got conditions. Fuck y'all. I don't care. My love has conditions now because I love for something. Love is unconditional. We don't love for nothing. Like ask a motherfucker with unconditional love what they love somebody for. Even when their behaviors are so bad, I just still love them. You still stupid, motherfucker. Sorry. You feel me? We in a we in an age now where the women have transitioned into not falling for behaviors anymore. We can't get away with the shit we used to get away with because women don't fuck with behaviors. Pick me women, they fuck with behaviors. This is why even though they get picked, they don't last long. The fuck? I was making a joke about the shit. I was like, you know, pick me still get picked though, but it don't last long. You know why? Because they, okay, I fuck with his behavior. You're going to do you the same way. You don't know that you fucking with behavior. And we love who, who can fuck with our behavior. You feel me? Every that's the it's now become a human nature. Love me as I am. Nope, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And because I've learned that people say that shit and they don't know they're just saying love me for my behaviors. I live a lifestyle that you don't live. You feel me? I live a lifestyle that you don't live. Right now, you know, I'm in a process. I'm in a, I'm in a process of working. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, but I'm in a process of stopping smoking. This is the hardest thing that I, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. Cause this is the second time I became addicted to it. Like I smoked the first time when I was like 12 and then I smoked until I was 16. Then I stopped, didn't pick it back up till I was 27, but it's a trauma bond attached to it. And I'm trying to break it as an emotional attachment. Cause I started smoking when my friend died. Like it was a knee jerk response. And now, you know, it's just been in motion, but I'm trying to actively stop that. I don't, you know, I don't I don't in, intentionally um approach women who who are against smoking. That's stupid to me. Because that's a behavior I may not be able to change. I'm I'm aware of that. That's a behavior that I'm working on. You feel what I'm saying? Even though they can see the corn, see the bean, I'm like, eventually you stop. No, but I haven't yet. I haven't. So I don't want it to be in the space of, and this is what it is to love somebody for something. You feel me? Not because. You feel me? And it's like, I don't want to lose that. 
in that dynamic. So, but there's a lot of behaviors that we have that we bring to relationships that a motherfucker can overlook. This is where unconditional love comes in. Don't love me unconditionally. Put conditions on the love and love me for something. Change that. I'm going to put conditions on our love and I'm going to love you for something. And I'm going to love you for what brings the best part of my life out. I have a goal, a vision, and a dream for my life to create something, create a structure for my great granddaughter. I have to love you for what can help me bring that into reality. You dig what I'm saying? If you just want to stun on hoes, don't love me. Like what you're going to love me for can bring that into reality. So that, but that means what I have to love, you can't draw that out. You can't draw that out. I was talking to a woman one time who just made reference to, you know, you know, a, a all black car, all black truck, blacked out and everything. That's a real ball shit. It's not ball shit. That's a the fuck. It's not ball shit. I don't get it. But then I realized our perceptions of ball shit were different. Fuck up, blacked out Chevy Tahoe. You feel me? That's materialistic. You feel me? I can't love you for wealth if you're materialistic. This doesn't mean I'm a minimalist or I don't I don't value good things. Like you feel me? Like you. But at the end of the day, loving for wealth means that I have to love for everything. I have to love for every piece of wealth there is. Because they say health is wealth. All these different things. You feel what I'm saying? So I have to, if, 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 even if you're not loving for wealth, you have to love for something. <clears throat> There's a phrase that says you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. And if you love for nothing, you love for anything. You feel me? What? And that, and that I'm gonna say I'm gonna use that, and I'm gonna make it work because now that I just said it, I don't think it works with the context of what he's saying. But I'm about to make this bitch work right now. And if you're willing to love for anything, that means you don't know what you love for. So you're gonna bounce around from love to love, satisfying being satisfied by temporary behaviors. What do you love for? Um, I don't know. Ask that. Write that question down and ask yourself that shit. Before you get into any relationship, ask yourself what you love for. Then ask that person what they love for. Find out what that person loves for. Find out what the fuck you love for. See if that shit aligns. If that shit don't align, it don't mean nothing. Like you can find out what a motherfucking loves for. You feel me? They say love is life. So something love, somebody loves for something, also living for it. You feel me? Or they could be living for nothing. But we live in this world now, like nobody loves for it. Nobody, everybody loves for nothing, but everybody's tired of loving for nothing. Do you feel what I'm saying? I do this shit for the love of it. The love of what? Like that's a that's a that's a paradox to do something just solely for the love of it. You you you're putting love in for what? For something. The love of is not the love for. You feel me? Like when I talk to people who say like um when I when I look at real musicians, when I say real musicians who do it for the love for the music, you know, I listen to the people who I do this just for the love of the music. Those people cannot be, they cannot have the longevity to continue on. You feel me? Because as the music changes, they can't adapt. People who do it for the love that with the love for music and shit, their love for music makes them have so many like we try to cancel them we we, we kind of can't we can we can do whatever the fuck we want to do but you feel me 
Kanye is an example of having love for music. And I think that's why we fuck with him outside of everything else. We see his love for music. It's not his love of, his love for it. Kanye has every epoch of time that music was there. He was in it. He's been in it heavily tapped in because it's like his love for music is there. You feel what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what the changes are. His love for it is there. When you love, you have to love for something. You can't love because of it. This is why those same artists who were in in that that realm, like when Kanye, they're not here no more. I got the love of hip hop. I got the love of music. I got the love of this. And then when that that behavior changes for what made you love it, you don't fuck with it no more. I'm a I'm a testament to that. I'm a writer, but you feel me? I do jam sessions and shit, but I stop fucking with music. I stop fucking with music as far as like like the hip hop scene. You feel me? I have a love for music, but I had a love of hip hop. I had a love of rap, but I had a love of a moment. Like you feel me? I remember it was you know. When I got heavy into it, it was Cassidy, it was Lloyd Banks, Fab. It was a lot of it was a lot of punchline rappers. I used to love punchlines because it was like my mind works like that. You know, punchlines, the entendres, the crazy, like my mind works like that. The metaphors and symbolism shit. So I got into rap because of that, and then it stopped. I stopped liking it. You feel me? I stopped liking it. I just dropped a jam session on my Instagram the other day, and one of my homies was like, um, he was like, bruh. He said, when are you going to do some music? I said, I don't do music. Sometimes I just get the itch to see if I still got it. Because I still tap into what I liked, what I love. I still tapped into the love of my music. You feel me? Which was that type of flow, that type of energy. That's just not here no more. I don't get inspired anymore because it's not here. I used to like, I used to look at when I used to listen to, um, I used to wait for the new Cassidy freestyle. Man, I had LimeWire lit, bro. I used to have all the Cassidy freestyles, all the Lloyd Banks freestyles, all the like freestyles. I just, I just had freestyles because I didn't give a fuck about a song anymore. I gave a fuck about the bars. Like, oh my gosh, you said what? Did I got into battle rap and shit? Like, that was an era of of time that I had love of music. You feel what I'm saying? And it changed. You feel me? I wasn't a junkie. I wasn't, a, I wasn't a drug dealer, so I couldn't rap about drug dealer music, but I can make a punchline. You feel me? I wasn't a pill-popping animal syrup-sipping nigga, so I couldn't make a rap about doing drugs, but I can make a punchline. You feel me? The love as the behavior of the shit changed, my love of it stayed in a certain spot. I'm saying that to say this and now how relationships work. When we have the love because of something, when we love somebody because five, six, ten years later, down the line, they're not that person anymore. What you love them because that behavior is gone. You have to either go back in time to keep them there or you have to realize I never loved you for anything. I loved you because of something. And vice versa. You feel me? Boys to men got the realest song ever. Let's not wait until the water runs dry. Because if you actually listen to that song and break it down, it coincides with what I'm talking about. You didn't love that person. You didn't you didn't love that person for you love that person for nothing. And now the water is about to run dry because there's no replenishment. Because the because is it, it's dying. It's old. It's stale. I don't fuck the fuck. I don't. Eh. There's no longevity in it. 
Perfect example. And since I just talked about music and now I'm talking about relationships and, you know, I'm going to use Jay-Z as an example. Jay-Z has, what, 13, 14 platinum albums or some shit like that. All of his albums are platinum, but he has no number one hits. You had people with number one hits that went platinum, but that was it. Their albums didn't break gold. Because the one hit wonder, like that's what it is. You hit at a perfect point in music. You hit a perfect point in time when it was perfect for you. You're no longer that anymore. You're no longer that anymore. And you don't know what to do. Because you got in for the love of something or you got in because of something, but you didn't get in for it. You feel me? You don't. And when you love something for a reason, you have a different dedication to push through it. And it doesn't feel like you're pushing through it. You're working towards what you really have a desire for. But when you're in a relationship and you're working with somebody who loves for the same thing that you love for. And it's not like. I'm not saying it in the sense of, you know. I am saying that in the sense of this, I have to love you for what I love. You have to love me for what you love. You feel me? And that has to align. It can't be forced. I can't love you because you're this. I have to love you for the reason that you do this. What wakes you up in the morning to do this? What compels you to do this? I need that. That's what I have to love. That's what I have to love you for because I have to see that every single day. All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills, I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. If I don't see that every single day, there's no love there because now we can't love for wealth anymore. Now we can't love for something. It ain't necessary. Your love ain't got to be for wealth. Mine's is for wealth. I don't give a fuck, but it has to be for something. What do you love for? Like when I look at when women had those devastating relationships to just fuck them up and break them to their core, I asked them, what did you love that man for? Same with my brothers. I know because I had that one that broke me to my core. What did you love them for? You can't answer that question. You loved them because, and even that was in the win. Even that was in the win. You feel me? Because of tolerance. And this is why when a bad relationship breaks over and it happens, it's like all the shit that I put up with for you, oh, all, basically all the behaviors I let slide. 
You feel me? I loved unconditionally. I didn't love for anything. When you love for something, you create the goal, vision, and a dream and say, oh, if you're not helping me produce this, our love won't work. Love is a power. My dog, like, this is why I'm saying, like, this is why I always say with love, love is the power that leads to betterment through correction. That's why I started off with that shit. Love is a power. So I have to use this power for something. The fuck am I using the power for? You feel me? We atrophy. We don't use the power. We tie into the feeling. Now, this is why I say love as we know it today is a feeling, in air quotes, of admiration, infatuation, desire, and lust. Those four things are a result of good behavior. When those four things die, it's because there's bad behavior. The behavior doesn't coincide with what made those thing, four things show up. But we call it love. You don't love that motherfucker because now I have to love you for like. And this is one of those things where, like, when I when I see how, you know, up front, and I see it only, and I don't want it to seem like women is you know hoeing and shit, but you know, but up front, you know, when a woman finds a man that behaves the way she wants, like she'll throw it back. She'll give him some ass. This is not funny shit. Like when I was talking about the three-day plan, previous podcast episodes, like that's how I did it. I, I behaved in such a way that the woman gave me everything that the behavior required. It was it wasn't hard. You feel me? You feel me? It just it wasn't hard. But it was tied to the behavior and it felt like love. I behaved in such a way that felt like love for them. You feel me? I hit chicks on one night who say, yo, I feel like I've known you forever and I love you. My behavior fits that. That's, it's, you know, it's just, you know, I'm that guy, but that's what it was. You feel me? But they didn't love me. I hit those four points. In that moment, I hit those four points and my behavior aligned. I was that dude for that, for what they needed. I didn't have to be that. I was that too, but that's what made it easier to do. You feel me? Because I maintain that shit. But then when I look at the relationships that, you know, I didn't care. Like, none of them, like, the ones I didn't care, they're like, eh. I behaved in such a way that made you that made you see me as upper echelonian. The fuck? It's like, oh, so when you get it, it's like, oh. Like, I had a girl tell me one time. This was high school, though. She was like, all you wanted was, like, yes, that's what I told you. Like, I, I don't know what you're shocked for. Like, you feel me? Like, it's like when we first started talking, I said, yo, you was talking to my homeboy. You used to talk to your sister. Oh, when I talked to my sister, she said, it's cool. And you and your boy, you and your homie, y'all share girls anyway. When you said share girls, do you know how we share girls? So you're aware that we share girls. Okay. Okay. So one day we in school, you feel me? And she was beefing with this girl. I, was, I had a class with the girl. Me and the girls walking down the hall. She bust out the classroom looking like, I love that. Like, you don't take your ass back in the classroom. Then I walk. So she runs towards me. She chases me, catches me in another hallway because she knew where my second period was at. And so she asked me, why I always got to chase you? I said, you ain't got to chase me. You choose to. You don't have to. Like, what are you doing? So I'm like, so what's up? I knew where this is about to get to. Her friend, she brings her friend. She interjects. She want to know why you was talking to such and such when y'all go. I said, we don't go together. 
you can hear a rat pissing on cotton. The moment I said that, everybody in the hall got quiet and listened. It was like, ooh. I said, we don't go together. She know that. And so she texted me was like, so all you wanted was the pussy. I, I, I didn't want to say yeah, but I was like, that's all you gave me. I said, I told you from the jump. Like, you agreed to this shit. You feel me? You agreed to this shit. And that's the difference between behaviors. Like, I wasn't behaving like I was going to be a good guy. I wasn't behaving like you were going to change and I was going to suddenly find a, a, a ounce of something after I smashed. And you know what I mean? I wasn't going to behave like that. You feel me? So I didn't behave like that. And she's seen that I didn't behave like that. And I was like, you can't change them. That's what happens with a lot of women. Because they love for nothing, they think they can change the behavior of a motherfucker. No. Same with my dudes. You know, y'all tried to do it too. You feel me? I could change the behavior of shorty, man. I'm going to take her and show her the fun. And you guys do it through money. The reason why I was mentioning that was because of how sex gets thrown out for women. Dudes try to throw out with money. But, you know, when women reach that point where they know that there's nothing else that they can offer, some women, sex is involved. They act like pussy's the big joker or something. It's not. It's just a little joker. Because I'm going to slam the big joker on that motherfucker. But dudes do the same shit. And then it's like, once you give them that, you feel like, I've given you my most prized possession. That's my fault. Sit with that. Please. Dudes be like, yo, she just took all my money and scammed me. That's her fault. Sit with that. Please. You dig what I'm saying? People try to victimize the shit that they allow. They try to play the victim for the shit that they allow. You open the door for that shit. This is what happens when you love for nothing. You feel me? You love for nothing. Like, I'm not like everything that I do now, it has an intention behind it. There's something to do with that. You feel me? Some motherfuckers ain't got intentions. They got goals, but they don't have intentions. I got a podcast episode on that too. I don't know what season that's in, but intentions and goals. We got relationship goals, but we don't have relationship intentions. Think about that shit. A relationship goal is just a picture on a beach, half naked. Right? So you're in a relationship with a motherfucker who just wants to take pictures and shit like that. You think, oh, we want to do goals. You need intentions, bro. All right, let's happen to go on a beach and get naked one time. But what are our intentions for the bigger scheme of shit? Our relationship goals ain't no bullshit ass fucking Instagram means. Fuck y'all. I got relationship intentions. And my part of my relationships and a part of my relationship intentions are to love for something. I ain't loving because no more. And I damn sure not loving for nothing. That shit's stupid. That shit's stupid as fuck. It's like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Like, really sit with that shit. Like, I'm sitting with that shit myself. It's like, why would you love for nothing? You don't even love your kids for nothing if you got them. You feel what I mean? Now, no, nah, let me let me take that back. I'm joking. I'm joking. Kids are the only beings that's supposed to get unconditional love. That's how I feel. Kids are the only vessels. Children should get un- unconditional love, not adults. Because children don't know any better. They have to transition from behaving to being. You have to teach them from how to be rather than molding them into what to behave like. We have to transition that. You feel what I'm saying? So children get the pass. They can be loved unconditionally. I, I, I'll amend that. Children are supposed to be loved unconditionally, not adults. Adults are supposed to be loved conditionally. You feel me? Adults should be loved unconditionally because, I mean, conditionally, because you have to love them for something. You know? 
I look at failed relationships, failed marriages and all of that shit. And I'm talking like, what did y'all love each other for? Well, when we started, we used to love each other and we used to, you know, this, that, and all of the shit was becauses. All of the shit was for becauses, bro. Sis, it was like, I love this motherfucker because when we first started, like, I be watching Divorce Court. It is, the divorce court is what, you know, is what a lot of this can come from. You feel me? They be like, so when did it change? When we first started, we was having sex three, four times a day. And we was this, then the third. And nigga, I'll be like, I'm tired, bro. She don't do the work. I'm just like, you feel me? We loved because. And that because died. And now we want a divorce. We saying shit like, yo, black women. Like, Kevin Samuels would be like, yo, the black women had a higher rate, highest rate of divorce because they're leaving the homes and everything like that. And let me tell you something about that generational change. Black women don't love because anymore. Black women ain't loving for nothing. That's what the argument is. That's what niggas ain't talking about. Everybody's like, yo, he don't be lying. He be right. He be this, then the third. He don't be within reason, within context of what they arguing with his ass about. But look at the bigger picture of the shit. Nobody's supposed to be loving for nothing. Men don't have to love for nothing. You feel what I'm saying? We love for something and women are supposed to love us because fuck no, they're tired. They're done. Because that means that we don't have to do like, I love this woman for the sole reason that she can do this, that, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. She loves me for nothing. Just because you're you. I love Anita Baker the light, but she got, I I, I love you just because. <laughs> just because you're you. <laughs> what does that do for you, Anita? And that's the quandary in right now. The new age woman, she's strong and independent. I, I feel like that moment of time had to happen. It had to happen gener for generational shit. You feel what I'm saying? Because when I look at it from this perspective, they created a new standard for the men that men want. You feel what I'm saying? My my peers, my colleagues, my motherfuckers that's in that same echelon as I am, we don't fuck with a certain type of women. We be curving them daily, bro. And it's like we got a certain peak. We got a certain standard. We can flirt, we play, but we ain't fucking with certain women. And you feel me? There's women now that I'm meeting now that are like, damn, I didn't prepare for the type of man you are. I know, but it's cool. We can be friends though. You're not ready. Nobody talked to anybody. I, like women have been taught, yo, love a man because. There's why a lot of women, like they have kids with men that they can't like, where's like, and we look at it from a bad perspective of, you know, she ain't shit. She got this, you made a fucked up decision. No, she did not make a fuck up decision. I mean, yeah, she did. She chose the wrong person. Nobody knows that they chose the wrong person from the beginning because they love for nothing. I didn't cut out. That was a moment of silence for that very reason. Women are programmed to love for nothing. Men are programmed to find a wife. So what does that do for that woman? Now, when I say this is why I don't, I'm not in a state of just pursuing women. Men, men pursue, when men lead, men do, see, 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 y'all so busy focused on behaviors that y'all don't get love for anything. You feel me? Y'all don't get to choose. Y'all get what chooses you. And you have to behave in accordance with what has chosen you. <laughs> now you got to shut the fuck up when you're done.
You feel me? But we have reached the age where the times are changing. Women are now becoming more in harmony and shit. So where, like I was saying with the Kevin Samuel shit, like where he's like, yo, black women are highest in the divorces. Black women are this. Because black women no longer love just because. Let's tell the truth. We don't want to address that shit because nobody's looking at the core of that shit. Black women are done loving for nothing. Those women that are like, yo, stay in the home. Get with that man who didn't like. No, black women ain't like my mom. She had my my um me, my brother, my sister, married my father and shit, had all three kids and shit. You feel me? She wanted more. My mom was literally a cycle breaker. In the sense that she was simultaneously loving because and knowing that she needed to love for. Motherfucking my dad, he tried to put the role. Yeah, man, she just took y'all from me. She just done the third. You damn right. I'm not mad at my mama for that. I don't take shit away from my mama for that. He was like, yeah, man, she just took y'all from me. And try, he tried to play victim. She took y'all from me, took y'all halfway around. No, nigga, she didn't take us half, halfway across the country. She took us all the way across the country, motherfucker, for one, with your dumb ass. You need to know geography. And then for two, she gave you rent money to go pay the bills and you didn't do it. You spent it somewhere else and we were getting evicted. And you, you put orders in to go back to the military and left your kids and your wife stranded. Nobody want to tell that backside of the fact that when a woman keeps her, her, my mom, I ain't going to say she kept us from him, but I'm glad she did. Nigga, this is the type of shit you do as a man. You can't be around our children. And at that point, they can't even be ours. They have to be mine. Like you can't, nobody looks at the woman's side from that perspective because nobody sees the depths of it. They just see the man crying like a little bitch. My dad has done some shit and my mom loved him. Because of something. That because stopped. But she also had a love for it. And that's where the divide happened. A lot of women in that space right now. Why is the divorce rate so high? Because they don't love because no more, motherfucker. They now have to love for. And men have not seen the change. We would be like, they don't love us because. Nigga, they loved us because for years. For centuries. For decades. It's done. I need me a one. I just did a I did a podcast episode 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 um so for conversations um strong as mama. In order for your girl to be as strong as your mama, she gotta endure the pain your mama endured. Who's gonna put it through them? You or the make or the motherfuckers before? Is the culture gonna do it to her first, and then you gonna get her? If she's so strong and not like nah, fuck that. We want a motherfucker that's already broken and beaten down by society because it's easier to deal with. Fuck that. You feel what I'm saying? But back to the contextualization contextualization of how they're saying, well, black women have that. Yes, they do have high divorce rates. But I told some of the stories that, you know, happened within the time my mom was married to my dad, to her kids. Like nobody was touched, molested, nothing like that. Don't, don't say it like that. I mean, like on a physical aspect, he was not there. He could not be depended on. Niggas be acting like motherfucking women is wrong for leaving that shit. You dig what I'm saying? My brother and my sister got hungry one time and they climbed on top of a, um, my brother boosted my sister up on top of the refrigerator to get something to eat. My sister slipped and split her head open. She bumped the head, split her head open. My brother is laying, my brother is holding my sister in his arms with a rag on her head. The, ble- the rag is, it was white, it was red. He's just holding her. You feel what I'm saying? She likely had a concussion. She likely went unconscious. My dad is literally asleep on the couch. My mom came into work and my brother was just crying, rocking her the whole time. 
Only only deity knows how long they've been sitting there before that shit. My mom left that bullshit. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? She left that bullshit. Why the fuck would you stay with some shit like that? Now, well, she could have chose better. Behavior is a motherfucker. She's locked in. She's married to this man. She made a conscious decision to marry to the man based off, based off of his behavior. That behavior changed. It stopped. You locked in now. You got kids. And it's like, okay, I want them trying to make it work. But then you start to see that I have to love for something. You feel me? Had my mama have not left that man, I would not be who I am right now. It's that simple. I'm not saying this is the case for everybody, but sometimes the woman has to make the best decision because she has to love for something. Not because. And my brothers too. These are for my brothers who who they got with shorty and shit, whatever the case may be. And she changed and she got crazy and shit. She loved you because you was going to give her a kid and be a meal ticket. That's that's reality. But now I got a I got a homie who he fought he fought heavily to be in his like motherfuckers be thinking, oh man, they won't let me see my kids. The government they they be railroading. They do they do their shit, but you got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. You got to if it's really like when you living when you love for something, when you are loving for something, you gonna put in the work. He was loving for his daughter. My homie was loving for his daughter and shit, and he was like, yo, I'm gonna get her, and he got her. He kept pushing. He said, man, it was years and years and years and years and years, but it went through. He never stopped. You feel me? Some people don't do that shit. But this is the, the, the point that I was making with that was the changing of the times. You feel what I'm saying? Being raised in this, like, maybe this is universal. Maybe this is karmic. Maybe this is whatever the case may be. Maybe this is a part of us breaking the generational curse collectively as a people. You know what I'm saying? The women being single, women being independent, women being all these things. They had to reach that point where they could understand the significance of having to love for something. You feel I me? Mean? Having to love for something. Women have loved for centuries just because. Hell, look at it. Look at uh, fucking, like, religion started because niggas had a weak dick game. So don't, I'm, I'm marry a virgin. She's never had it before. She doesn't know that I'm supposed to be hitting this wall or I'm supposed to be doing that. She knows nothing about it. And we're going to make this a reality. We're going to shame any woman who doesn't like, nah, that's stupid. That's why some now women have to love because. You feel me? But then now, like I said, we had that new age where everybody's changing. It ain't just us. It ain't just the men that are getting better. Women are evolving too. And this is a part of their evolution. Everybody's collectively learning to love for something. You feel me? I used to love bad bitches. That was my problem. But I loved women because, okay, you thick, you this, you that, and the third. But they was mentally fucked up, emotionally fucked up. They ain't had shit. It was stupid. Now I love for something. Now I love for something. I, I've reached that point where I'm in that cusp now. And I'm dealing with a lot of women who are in that space too. But again, we still having to transition and identify what the fuck is going on right now with us. You know, I'm running into women who got kids and, the, you know, the father ain't there. It's just like, I ain't worried about dealing with a crazy baby daddy. You feel me? Like, I beat the motherfucker up. I can fight. Like, nigga, fuck. But you feel me? Like, um, let me be modest. I will fight the motherfucker. I may not beat him up because I don't know where his hands at, but I'll fight the motherfucker. But um, women are done now. They realize, okay, bam, when they see the behavior, well, my sons can't be this. 
my daughter can't see this as the image of what it's going to be. Nobody's giving them the, the credit for that. You think you're supposed to stay through that behavior? Fuck no, that's stupid. You have to love for something. And when you love for something, now we're starting to see, okay, we got to do this beforehand. Okay, cool. We, we, we may have fucked up, you know. I ain't saying this a fuck up because you got your kids out of but now. This is how this is how generations cycles are broken to identify the shit and say, okay, bam, set the standard, teach the babies. Don't love because of anything. Have your fun when you're in high school. Have your fun in your middle school, your crushes and shit. You love because they're cute and they got the J's and they got this, that, and third, but then teach them how to they gotta love for for something. Start to show them what it is to love for something. And that's how we build our relationships. A, a relationship when two motherfuckers are loving for each other. Are loving for something, a common goal, they may fuck up, but the odds of them fucking up are, are lower when they transition out of that behavior. Because you're an extension of what I want to build. Like, this is one of the things that really got me, right? And this is something that, I've, like I said, I've been on this type time for a minute. I said, I need to be in a financial position that when my woman tells me she's pregnant, she can quit her job. Oh, man. Now, I'm like, no, because I'm loving. My relationships are built. I'm my relationship, like my relationship is designed to find the motherfucker that's going to help me create my great granddaughter. So I'm loving for something. I have a reason why I'm choosing to love you. It's not because you're cute. It's not because you're showing me attention. It's not because it is. I have a reason for you. I have a reason why I'm about to love you. Because I said love is the power that leads to betterment through correction. I have a reason. Why I'm about to love you, which means that I have to create the system now. This doesn't mean that she's just going to be here doing nothing. No, but each time we conceive a child, I need to put the 100% focus on making sure nothing can possibly go wrong. There's nothing that, oh, you was working too long. You stressed. You did this and the third. No, no, no. You had the crib feet up. We good. We good. We good. I have to love for something because that's going to help create the healthiest possible child that I can have, which is going to then I can plant the seed to create the healthiest child to develop them into the adults to create their healthiest children. So then they can find somebody the same way I found a mother and do the same thing. And if that trickles down, it creates the great granddaughter. This is shit that I have a reason why I love somebody. I'm not doing this shit for play play. I'm not doing this shit to post on social media. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. That's why the shit keeps fading in the wind. Motherfuckers love my behavior. You can peace king me and do all this shit all you want to. But if I cannot see how I can love you, if I can see what I have to love you for, if what I love for you don't coincide with, I can love anybody. This is that bullshit. Motherfuckers keep saying that stupid. This ties into the context of what we're talking about. You can't help who you love. That's your fucking stupid ass problem right there. You can help who you love. You're supposed to help who you love. Ooh, you can't help who you submit to in regards to behavior. That's what you can't help. You can't help whose behavior makes you feel a certain way. That's what people think is love. As I said, the amalgamation, amalgamation of infatuation, admiration, desire, and lust. Behaviors. You feel me? You can't help the way a motherfucker makes you. You can't help the way a motherfucker's behavior makes you feel, but you can damn sure control who you love by knowing what to love for. Don't be stupid. Don't miss that shit. I know exactly what I love for. I can. I'm open to let everybody in. You feel me? But then it comes a point where it starts to fine tune. I love you for the reasons that I've listed. I love you for the reasons. I love you for the wealth I wish to accumulate. How do you fit into that shit? Do you feel what I'm saying? How do you fit into that? 
Because if you don't fit, then <laughs> what am I going to do with you? Like, what are you here for? You feel me? I don't care about your behavior. I don't care. Like, flattery is of the devil. You feel me? Um, like, all of that shit is stupid. I don't deal with any of that shit anymore. I like, you can't hype me. Like, you can't tell me about me anymore. I've reached an internal point within myself. And these are some of the gems that I'll be releasing in SoFrail on how to do this yourself. SoFrail 3. But I reached an internal point where nobody can tell me anything about me. Good, bad, or ugly or anything like that. You can't tell me anything about me that I don't already know about myself. That I have not made peace with. I haven't come to terms with. Good, bad, or ugly. You can't hype me up with, you know, handsome flirting shit. You can't call me king. You can't, like, no, nothing like that works. You feel me? Only thing that works for me is... If I loved you, could you bring my help me bring my reality to life? If not, no, I'm not wasting my time. I'm not wasting my time. Yes, I'm that strict with the shit now. I that, like, and I think every relationship should be built like that. What am I loving you for? Now, granted, if I'm about to out out about that's some country shit. If I'm about to be out here fucking and just having fun, I don't love you for nothing. I don't give a fuck no more. Like. I have intentions now. I love through the intentions and the intentions are for me to love somebody for something. She has to bring something tangible that that will lead to the wealth that I'm loving for. No more freebies. I'm not loving for nothing anymore. Nobody should be loving for nothing. But now here's where the problem comes in. And this is why shit gets so much darker. You dig what I'm saying? Because we love for nothing and we produce babies. We love for nothing and we're producing babies, bro. That's not cool. That's not cool, man, because now the babies, they don't ask to be here. Now, I, I'm produced of a love that had nothing, that had no requirements for it. Think about that shit. I was the result of a love that had no requirements. <laughs> I think we I think on a spiritual level, our children and us as children, when we were children, we knew that shit. We knew we wasn't created with the with, with anything. We would we knew we were created for nothing. Not with a purpose. Not with a purpose. See, look, when a soul reincarnates and it picks the vessel that it has to pick, it comes in to complete a mission. So what has to happen is in the physical and the spiritual realm, things have to coincide. The spirit has to complete its mission. It has to come in to complete a mission. I'm coming through to this family to complete my mission. The family has to be created for the child to create their mission. If I'm loving you for nothing, like just imagine if we do that on a basic level. I have to love you for the capacity that we can bring a vessel in to complete its mission. Changes reality. Imagine that. What'd you have kids for? I think it was just that time. I just wanted one. I was missing love. I wasn't getting this and I just wanted a child. Oh, so you didn't have a child for a reason. Like a, a real reason. Like a spiritual reason. You feel what I'm saying? We got them now, but now it's like that kids growing up, it's like, because they're not completing, they're not completing their life mission. Because they're not in a family that can guide them to their life mission. Now they got to worry about their rebellious teenage phase. Now they got to worry about having a midlife crisis because their soul was never being revealed to them. Pay attention. I'm dropping gems from Sofa 3. But these things are not revealed to them. 
And it's scary because how many babies are produced out of the love for nothing? I loved for nothing and I created life. Mm. Mm. This shit get dark. This shit get deep. This shit get like love has to be for something. Because now it's like when a child's behavior doesn't align with what you deem is a good child or whatever the case may be, now you have the disdain for them. You're not following my, my path. You're not doing what I want because you didn't have the child. You had the child for nothing. You loved for nothing and produced the child. And now you want you mad because the child doesn't do the behaviors you want. It's not the way a child is supposed to be. They're human beings that have to live their own life too. You're supposed to elucidate the best out of them, out of who they are. So many motherfuckers ain't who they fucking are. It's crazy. They're just who they become and who they behave as. Weird shit, but you feel me? It's the reality. It's the reality tied to creation and moving forward from loving for nothing. Women are done, bro. Women are done loving for nothing. And we got to adapt. Niggas can't adapt. Non-racial. Niggas can't adapt. Men ain't been adapting. So rather they like, yo, we got to keep suppressing women and make them submit to us. This is why I always say I hate submissive women. And these are the reasons why. Because the submissive women... Now, this right here is, oh, I'm so glad this episode came out because now I just put the icing on the cake to why I can stand on why I don't fuck with submissive women. Submissive women are women who love for nothing. Your goal isn't to control the woman and make her submit to you, it's to unleash her. She has to have something to love for. Can you match that? No. Women got unridiculous. I'm not saying loving for riches. Some women only, oh, they live a lifestyle, blah, 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 blah. Because some women got hip. I'm not going to, I know that I got to love this nigga for nothing. So I got to get something out of it. But now they've broken that point. They're no longer loving for nothing. They're definitely loving for something. And it's more than kids. It's more than kids. We can't just give a woman babies and be good no more. We can't just give these hoes a wedding ring and they be good no more. Like Wayne said in the song, he's like, these bitches want me like a wedding ring. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. You feel me? Women have reached a point now where it's like they're not settling anymore. Now, I don't want it to seem like I'm just on the women's side because like my brothers, we in that space too. You know how many women I get that after we reach a certain point, they start talking about sex and shit and what they can do for me sexually and shit like that. It's like, I can't fuck with you. We can be cool. We can be friends, but I don't think we're going to go any farther than that. You're already trying to throw out a big joker now. Like, stop. We we ain't even cut hearts yet. Relax. You feel me? But that's because they love for nothing. You're conditioned to loving for nothing. And when you're conditioned to loving for nothing, when somebody has something for you, you give them what you think is your most highest possession. You feel me? I got to behave in a way that makes sure like, like, I know that my behavior is not good enough anymore. So here's some pussy. Niggas don't want that shit no more. Not, hold on, let me rephrase that shit. Not in that context. I mean, that's not enough. <laughs> pussy ain't enough. <laughs> Let me say it like that because, you know, I should go. But pussy ain't enough. And my brothers 
We in that type time too. We're definitely on that type time too. We're definitely on that wave. And the the thing is now we now know what it is to love for something. Everybody just can't come into the space anymore. You feel me? We seen, you know, our we seen the dynamic of our familial structures. Everybody loves for nothing. And then nothing develops. I'd be like, I'd be looking at family and shit. I'm like, y'all been together for this this long? I ain't gonna say they're mentally retarded because they're my family and shit, but I don't think they're mentally retarded, but they're mentally stagnant. Well, that's still retarded because retard, ret- retardation actually means to slow down, to 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 uh, reducing growth and uh, uh, to retard something. Like something that's fire retardant doesn't mean it won't burn. It means that it will burn slow because it can reduce the whatever, right? So it's like, damn, y'all been on the same wave for 50 years. Same wave. Yep. And we loved each other. No, now you talk slow. Like the fuck? Like now you can tell you slowed the fuck down. Like what the hell happened to you? We love each other better than more than ever. No, you have gotten so used to the behaviors that the behavior doesn't even bother you anymore. What did you love for? Because that's how the cycle breaks. That's how the cycle breaks when you realize what did you love for? What did you get in this? Like, I'm so glad that, you know, I used to. As a kid, you feel me? I was always a different one. Like my brother and my sister would, you know, get upset and, you know, feel like, you know, why did mom make the move she made? And blah, blah. I, I get I get that frustration. I'm different though. So I didn't have that. I never seen them. I never grew up with the nigga. Like, you feel me? They did. So they had a different connection with me. I was four months when we separated. I don't remember shit. 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 But in that is like a lot of the pain was projected at my moment rather than the target that it was meant for because they couldn't hit the target. So it's like, we're going to hit the other opposite target. And it's like, they couldn't see the dynamic. It's like, why couldn't we stay? Why couldn't you stay? And it's like, y'all are, you know, me, I, I was somehow able to get it. I was like, well, I mean, I mean, I think I like seven or something like that. I was like, well, I mean, mom, you had to do what you had to do because, you know, you couldn't stay in a situation you couldn't be in. And she looked at me like, like motherfuckers are always shocked that I say random. They're like, that boy been here before. Ain't no way he's supposed to respond. You are supposed to respond. I'm a human, bro. Like the fuck, just different. Shut up. But um, <clears throat> that put into the like, she was like, I couldn't put my children in that situation. And at that point, I get it. Like you feel me? I was, I know, I was just ranting the other day on social media about a post. It was, yo, those your children to support them, whatever. Like yo, my mama did that. She took us as her children and treated us as hers. You feel me? So, and because of that, she said, I'm not, and that shows the protective nature that shows that they weren't loving for the same thing because he didn't put the same fight in that she did. So it was different. It was different. And so I'm saying that to say like in that capacity, women have been making the choices that they feel that they need to make to love for something. If I know that I'm loving for wealth, if I know I'm loving for like, I'm not going to be with no anchor and no shackle. They not hold like women. And you know, they're like, your women will, will hold a broke dude down or bomb and they ain't doing nothing and shit like that. And it's like, why? Because they love for nothing. You know, Chris Rock had a, a, a comment where he said, he said, men are loved. Men are the um, only things that don't receive conditional love because they have to have something. No, that's bullshit. It sounds like, you know what I mean? Because men can, 
thing about it is we can set up an arena to go to where we can get love for nothing. You feel me? We, on the other hand, be we want in a certain stature a woman, and then we don't get that. And that's what we bitching about. Oh, I got to protect him. But you're going to have to do that shit for everything that you're involved with, bro. But the issue is we don't do that because, or we get a, you know, because it's like, it's easy. We can settle when we want to. You feel me? Women always go in the ring. Women always want to get married. So we can find a motherfucker that want to get married. That's not hard. <laughs> That's not hard. You feel me? Um, but the goal is, are we marrying and are we building? Because we actually have love for something. Not we don't love them because we love them for a specific reason. You feel me? My specific reason is wealth now. I love you for wealth. You feel me? I love you for wealth. Don't ask me. Like, if we in a relationship, I get in a relationship, and a motherfucker, what do you love me for? I love you for wealth. That's it. No, I'm not saying she's a meal ticket. No, I'm not saying I love her for money or whatever the case may be. I love you for wealth. The wealth that I wish to accumulate. That's all I can love you for. I'm loving you for the abundance I wish I can communicate, uh, that I want to create in my life. I love you for that. And you got to love me back for the same shit or we ain't in the same page. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right. All right. I'm going to end it there. I think this is a good season opener. <laughs> season six getting started. And I got some so frail conversations. I know I said I didn't have any, but as I sat with a few, some more coming up. So now we about to get back into the role of uh, podcasting and shit. So I've been away for a while, but now I'm back. But yeah, man, we got to start loving for something. Women, I salute y'all for now taking that initiative to, to whether y'all defined it or not. I feel like personally, this is what y'all been doing the whole time. Realizing I'm not loving for nothing and y'all stop loving for nothing. Ain't no more behaviors like, motherfucker, why is the divorce rate so high? I'm not mad at there being a high divorce rate. I'm not mad at none of that shit. I'm happy that women, because it's like, that helps me. You feel me? When that's like, yo, this is what I love for. This is what I love for. Not what I have love for. Not what, what I'm loving because of. This is what I love for. If you're in line with what I love for, then I can love you. <laughs> it's that simple. Like, it, it, it's really that simple. I know it seems complex like a whole No, it's not. Like when you know what you love and you know what you're supposed to be loving for, find somebody that fits that. We love behavior. That's why shit goes, goes south. When we look at motherfuckers saying, well, black women are leaving relationships because they have the highest divorce rate. They're divorcing behaviors. Niggas ain't who they say they was. The fuck you want her to do? Stay through that shit and be miserable? Fuck no. Like, why would she do that shit? You feel me? You seen Waiting to Exhale? You feel me? The theme song and shit off of that when for Angela Bassett part was, you know, I wish your love and your secretary. Working every day of the week. For nothing. 
Like you did all that shit for nothing. That's loving for nothing, bro. That's the epitome of the shit. He got you all of this shit. He made you comfortable to stay in this space. And now you can, I, I, I bought your behavior. I, I, I paid for my behavior. <clears throat> Motherfuckers is getting divorces. Women are getting divorced because niggas can't afford the payment for the behavior they wish to use. That's a bar, yo. That's going to be line of the year, dog. I don't even know what I said because it just flows so well. I got to listen back to it to see what I said. I'm going to try to say it again. But women are getting divorces because men can no longer afford the behaviors that they wish to have. You feel me? At least having your kids is not enough. At least that, you know, taking care of home is take, like, that's not enough anymore. They can't afford the behavior that they wish to, to exhibit. So divorces come. And they're still trying to make, you know, guilt women in. Y'all are the ones getting the divorces. Y'all are the ones leaving because they're not the ones with the bad behavior. Yeah, I got fucked up behavior and you're supposed to stay. Okay, yeah, yeah, girl, I get it. I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked her. But I make love to you. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Murphy, bro. I didn't put two of his references in this motherfucker. You feel me? But that's what it is. And that's what it's like. Women are no longer loving just because. Women are no longer loving um, for nothing. Men have always loved for something. But what we loved for was the ability to have a certain behavior. Like They've been telling us boys will be boys. We don't never have to grow up. We never have to grow up. We could just continue to do stupid shit. It's why we can go and get a younger girl who's immature. It's why we don't age with the women of our time. Here's a thing that I've noticed. I'm a cougar chaser. People know that shit. I've always fucked with cougars. But the sad part is that the epidemic, the amount of cougars who are fucking with younger guys now is not problematic in a sense that, you know, because we're all older in certain ages and shit. But the gap is like, so I'd be like, why are there no men at your age on my level? Like when I said the range in which the age of women in which I can engage with, like on any level is anywhere between my age and about 20 years, maybe. So it's like, I'm having these vibes and these shits like this. And it's like, yo, you know, they're like, yo, if I was about 10 years younger, boy, I tell you, I was like, hmm, I was about 10 years older. Huh? Let's flip it. But I'm like, why are there no men like that at your age? What happened? Men don't have to do the maturing. Women do. I always tell people that men don't like women are matured. I didn't say I'd be like, Yo, it's not that women are more mature than men. Women are matured faster than men. You, you speed the process up for them. Not for us. You slow it down for us. Boys will be boys. You feel me? And you tell us shit like, yo, you can, you're going to have to get you a younger woman so that way you can have, they teach us to get younger women to have kids. Rather, mm, they teach us to get with a younger woman so we can have kids later on in age rather than mentally preparing us to develop fast enough to have women at an appropriate, to have children with women mature enough at an appropriate age. You feel what I'm saying? Because 
we don't know how to love for something. If we're teaching our sons 15, 16 years old how to love for something, they wouldn't be out here frivolously fucking just to have some pussy. It's like, yo, love for the longevity of this and show them the effects of it by doing it yourself. So when they're in that age between 18 and 25, when they're supposed to be viral enough and, um, and vibrant enough to have the children, they have matured themselves to be involved with women that are 18 to 25 like them. You feel me? There's no reason why, like, and this is why it'd be shocking. Like, I've had women women that are like 25, 24, 25 and shit coming on to me. I'm like, you're too young for me. She's really too young for me. I'm like, yo, I'm 31. That's not old. Like, I've gotten older women telling me if a woman is 25 years old, 26, she's not too young for me. Lady, you have a chance, and I have a chance with you. She's definitely too young for me. The fuck? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, that shit's be crazy. Like, like some of the older women that I've talked to, I'm talking to, that I've spoken with, you know what I'm saying? It was a transition, you know? She's like, boy, if you wasn't so young, it was, you know, had those moments. But then it's like, you know, it's nothing wrong with you getting with a 25, 26, 27-year-old. It is for me. Why? She's too young for me. She's not too young for you. That's not too young. We're on the same page and you're 10 years my senior. What the fuck you think I'm going to do with somebody who's four years younger than me? You feel me? But these are things that I have to credit my mother for in the sense of she matured me as she matured my sister. You feel me? She matured my brother as she matured my sister. So when the times came for us to be at a certain age, we were really that age. You feel me? But I'm speaking more so for me and my brother, but, you know, because we became, we were matured equally. You feel me? We were matured equally. So it's like by the time I was 24, 25 years old, I was mentally prepared for 24, 25, 26 years old. But my soul was different. So I was always prepared for older women anyway. But I'm talking just basically on a physical level. If I, let's say I didn't have all of this connection that I had, that's what it would be. You dig what I'm saying? Women have reached a point where they're not the behavior of the boyish behavior. No, I talked about that shit. Yo, I'm telling you, so for three is about to be dynamite, bro. I got some shit in that about that shit too. About the levels of maturity, boyish behaviors, and shit like that. Like that's in there. How to break it too, and what it really is, and how to identify it. But these things are a lot of the hindrances for how we're creating our lives. We're not loving for anything, men. The most that we love for is the aesthetic appeal. Like y'all listen to Kevin Samuels, bro. Like y'all listen to him. So here we, he said the how the average high value man wants a physically appealing woman. That's it. You feel me? He's like, yo, you gotta be in shape. You gotta be this. You gotta be that. Now, granted, I'm in that capacity, but I feel like like mind, like like soul, like body. You know what I'm saying? There's other factors that play into that shit, but it's like everything is about an aesthetic. You feel me? He's like, they're not doing this. They're not doing this. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's like, you have to behave within the confines of what I'm willing to pay for. You feel what I'm saying? Repeat whatever I said about divorce. I can't remember it now to drift it off. But that that was a bar. I don't give a fuck. If you hear in this podcast, quote it on the episode. I mean, quote it on, if you follow me on social media, quote it for me so I can see what I said. Um, But yeah, that's it. We need to change the dynamic. And it's like, my brother's if you, y'all listening right now, we got to catch up. That's all. This is why the shit is the way it is. We can't listen to Kevin Samuel. Like, his generation is past his prime. This is our generation's time. They fucked up. We shouldn't... We got to stop taking advice from people that fucked up. I'm so, Like, I don't know why we do it. 
what the fuck is the human nature shit behind it? We take advice from people who couldn't do. We take advice from people who fucked up. Stop it. That generation fucked up. They're the reasons we're fucked up. Why are we still listening to them? They didn't even fix their own shit first. They're dictating how our shit should go. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. We got to give up that shit. We got to realize that we got to fix it within ourselves. Our shift has changed in the sense that women now love for something. You have to figure out what that woman loves for and align with it. And you have to love that shit too. My brothers, we have to realize that we have to keep up. They changed. You feel me? Does the person love for freedom? Does the love person love for peace, knowledge, or love? Now I'm bullshitting, but I'm, I'm just saying, what does that person love for? You have to have the love for that too. And then that's how y'all coincide with each other. Relationships are not supposed to be hard. They're supposed to be in harmony. They're supposed to be in sync. Everything has to move a certain way. You set yourself up to a position where I love, I'm going to love you. Like, here's the thing. You don't fall in love. You rise in it. Love is a conscious fucking choice. You rise in it. You don't fall in love. It doesn't just happen. You feel me? You make a conscious choice to love something. I'm going to love you for the wealth that I wish to have. I'm going to love you for the children that I wish to have. And I'm going to love you for the goals I wish to achieve. I'm going to love you for the intentions that I have for a relationship. Because with love comes correction. Love is the power for betterment through correction. I'm going to love you for that, for whatever it is. That's what I'm going to love you for. And that's how a relationship is going to be built. If you trying to love me just because I'm me, it ain't going to work, Anita Baker. I'm sorry. It's just not. Me trying to love you just because you're you, it don't work. I tried it. <laughs> Everybody that's had a failed relationship that I know, they love just because. I'm like, this person had, I know. Like, tell, like, look at it on paper when people are telling about their relationships. They get all, I know, and I shouldn't have been in here. I shouldn't have been like, you love just because. You love for nothing. And got nothing. So what do you expect if you love for something? You feel me? That's how you should know. This is what puts the intention to understand that love is a power. Love is a fucking power. If you love for nothing and you got nothing out, what the fuck you think is going to happen if you love for something? Then what do you think is going to happen when you get a little bit more specific and love for a specific thing? That specific thing is going to come. It's... Uh, the fuck it's not hard humans society fucked us up so bad that we can't see it anymore and now we're in the age of aquarius we're in the age of awakening everything is open people are really starting to see now for real for real so people are like i have to love you for something women have already reached the point my brothers we got to catch up you feel me we got to catch up Stop listening. Like Kevin Samuels was one of those motherfuckers who's justifying the bullshit. Everybody keeps justifying our bullshit. I ain't going to toot my horn, bro, but I'm the only one that's really doing the accountability shit. I'm the only one that's really, I'm the only one to get the job done. I don't know a nigga that could cover for me. I'm literally the only motherfucker who's out this motherfucker saying, look, bro, elevate. There's no more tolerance. No more finding women who just tolerate us. Transcend. We are in a new level. A new level. 
All that old shit is dead. It is tied to the old reality. We are not in that reality no more. We stopped being in that reality a long time ago. The universe has shifted, my guy. I can prove this on biblical levels. I can prove this on any level that the universe has shifted. Y'all motherfuckers are still behind. Our women have already set the tone and showed us. This is like they're showing us we need to be loved for something. Your relationship now needs to be about loving for something. Not a behavior, not how a motherfucker can act or make you feel. We are we we're in 4D now. This is what like this is why love is the powerful. Like man, I'm telling you, look, I'm not gonna dive into another one. I'm gonna end it here. Um, my brothers, man, my sisters, we on the same page. Set this up. Future reference. Your relationship at this point needs to be any relationship. Find out what that person is loving for. Now, don't be on no shit like, uh, like, like I was saying when I was talking to Shorty, who was like, yeah, I said, I love you from the jump. You don't love me. You don't even know me like that. Oh, contrary. I'm going to love you for a specific thing. I don't give a fuck what you hearing. I'm telling you when I'm not, I don't care what you hearing or what you misunderstand or what you have not reached a level of understanding yet. But from this beginning point, I love you. Therefore, with love comes correction. And I love you according to how I need you in my life which means that you have to either align with it or be aligned. One of the two. You feel me? I rather I wanted to sound conscious with it rather than saying you're going to get down and lay down. If you lay down, you're going to stay down. But you have to be aligned with it or you're going to be aligned. Move or be moved. It's, it's that simple. You feel me? And that's how our relationships need to be. I'm loving for wealth. Define what you're loving for and find another motherfucker who's loving for that too and see if y'all love, really love the same way. And it's so much easier to love each other. It's so much, you know what? They don't have to behave because the behavior is a byproduct of the being. When the being knows what the fuck it wants to do. <sighs> the fuck? <sighs> the fuck? Gosh, dude. The fuck is wrong? I had to say it like that. I don't know why. But look, I'm going to go ahead and end it there, bro. We had a good season one. I mean, season six opener. We are back. We're going to be in a whole different pocket. I'm telling y'all, my mind is is different. I really had to release So Frail 3, get it out of my head. Because now all of the cluttered thoughts now could be compartmentalized into something different. So with that being said, um, we're going to end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure to eat their vegetables. And now... We need to start setting a new template for our children, for the youth, for the nieces and the nephews that love, it's not something that just happens. Love is something you create. Love is what you go towards. And now you have to learn to love for something. Not have love for it, not love because. Love for a specific thing. You define what you want out of this world. You define and be specific. You define what exactly what you want and you're going to love for that. And then you're going to align with somebody who loves for that. This is not to say love for money because that's the thing. When you love for, for like, when you, when you love, when you have a certain behavior that you want to be loved, that's what you're going to attract. When dudes have those behaviors that they want to, you know, sh- let me see the money. Show me the, you're going to attract gold diggers. When women be like, I want a man to accept my body. You're going to get niggas that just want to fuck your ass. Smart guy, smart girl. It's because you want that behavior to be loved. no. You have to love for what your specific intention is for life, for existing, for living. When you love out of what your intention is, the world will flow and open up. Universe is going to give you that. And then you have to love it. That's why love is the power for betterment through correction. 
You can't lust over it. You can't admire it. You have to love it. You have to pour into it. You have to create a better love with it. And they have to do the same. But when that synergy and that reciprocity goes in, it develops. So this is why I'm loving for wealth. So go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. Again, thank y'all for tuning in for season six. And we're we just getting started. But I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.